welcome to Sellersburg United Methodist Church podcast, where we bring our mission to make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world to you, wherever you are. He is risen. It's Resurrection Day. We have survived Lent, and many of you are breaking your fasts, and doesn't it feel good to break your fast? Yes, even a clap. It's going to be some Diet Pepsi at the Goforth residence tonight. The whole gospel story has led us to this point. It is the pinnacle of the story, the cross and the tomb, but it is not the pinnacle of our faith. So let's hear from Luke chapter 24, verses 1 through 12, and then we'll talk about Why I say that? Very early in the morning, on the first day of the week, the women went to the tomb, bringing the fragrant spices they had prepared. They found the stone rolled away from the tomb, but when they went in, they didn't find the body of the Lord Jesus. They didn't know what to make of this. Suddenly, two men were standing beside them in gleaming bright clothing. The women were frightened and bowed their faces toward the ground. But the men said to them, Why do you look for the living among the dead? He isn't here, but has been raised. Remember what he told you while he was still in Galilee, that the human one must be handed over to the sinners, be crucified, and on the third day rise again. Then they remembered his words. When they returned from the tomb, they reported all these things to the eleven and all the others. It was Mary Magdalene, Joanna, Mary the mother of James, and the other women with them who told these things to the apostles. Their words struck the apostles as nonsense, and they didn't believe the women. But Peter ran to the tomb. When he bent over to look inside, he saw only the linen cloth. Then he returned home, wondering what had happened. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. The women are given a message, but it's not about what to anticipate. It's to remember what was said, what had happened. Of course, the disciples don't believe them, even though they heard the same words. The men didn't believe. Peter at least goes and sees, right? He at least does something, comes up. Luke sets in motion a series of events. The end of Luke is not the end of that writer's story, because that writer wrote Acts. And so what we get are some things getting some premonition into the work ahead. The gospel is the story of Jesus, God's work in Jesus. Acts is the story of God's work through the Holy Spirit in the church. And so there's a lot to look ahead, but they must look back to know how to move forward, how often that's the case for us. The death and resurrection are just the beginning. The story following the resurrection is our story. We're a part of that story. Like the women who are to read the words of the gospel, stories they might remember and we might remember all that Jesus said and did. But that helps us live forward in our lives. The point of our faith is to engage with the risen Christ. Amen? Now we look back at the cross and tomb and that's, we should. But the point is for us to walk with the risen Christ today. We engage with God, and God is wanting to engage and is engaging with all of you, everyone in here. Our Methodist tradition tells us 
that God's grace comes to us before we are even aware. And then we gain an awareness, and then we enter into a life of engaging back. The question isn't whether God engages us, it's will we engage back? The women went to the tomb to prepare a dead body. They were not expecting to find an empty tomb more than these poor little children were expecting Pastor Joe to give them an empty Easter egg. Earlier in their days of following Jesus, he had told them what would happen. Did they not hear? Did they not believe? Were they caught up in their own idea that they heard the words and they just kind of went one ear out the other and they were focused on what it is they expected? We're no different. But it's the remembering that is the turning point for these women. They remember his words only after they've realized God raised him. Once they realize God raised him, they look back on those words and hear them differently. The resurrection is the living proof that Jesus, everything he said was absolute truth. Now they can hear it. The resurrection is living proof that Jesus taught and what he taught is the absolute way. The resurrection is the living proof that by following Jesus, we are led into absolute life. Once they realize God raised him, now they remember. It's the same for us. Then they tell the 11 men and they think they're crazy. I mean, who rises from the dead? If you're struggling to understand resurrection, you're not alone. You're in good company. All the disciples struggled. The very next story that we're going to focus on next week is about a couple of the disciples that heard all of this and they skipped town. They're out of here. They're headed home. And the resurrected Christ walks with them and helps them remember the words of the Scripture. And then they turn around and come back. And then they learn that Peter has encountered the risen Christ, the Christ whom God has raised. It's then that they gather together and it seems to sink in. God did raise him. And they start pouring through Scripture trying to understand because the things that they knew take on a new light through the lens of resurrection. But still they're told to wait. And they do. They work through this remembering and understanding. And still they're told, don't go anywhere until I give you the Holy Spirit by Jesus. They're told to wait. That would be a hard thing to do. Amen? If you encountered the risen Christ, wouldn't you want to tell people? They're made to wait. Then the Holy Spirit comes upon them in Acts. Then they begin their work. And here we are on the other side of the planet 2,000 years later in a culture so far removed from theirs that a lot of what we read can seem very foreign. Amen? But here we are. Everything changed from that empty tomb. We have the presence of the risen Christ, the same one they did. Our hope is the risen Christ. Amen? Because Jesus Christ is risen and Jesus Christ is Lord. Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. And resurrection is proof. That sounds very churchy, right? Seems like something a pastor would say on Easter Sunday. But let's look at the evidence a little bit. A few dozen disciples huddled behind locked doors in a room with only the proof of an empty tomb to show the world. Now, they encountered Jesus, but you have to have faith. Some had skipped town. But here we are 2,000 years later on a faith that penetrates the whole world, that has revolutionized history. In the early church, 
when widows and orphans were abandoned. It was the church that didn't say, well, think about ourselves. It was the church that went and took them in and claimed them. It was the church that empowered all people. And it didn't matter if you were a slave, if you were free. It didn't matter if you were a man or a woman, your ethnicity. It didn't matter. You could sit at the table of Christ where we were all one and equal. How many other groups of people do that? When the plagues went through, it was the church that didn't skip town but ran to the people that were sick and took care of them. When the government, governments of time have killed the church and persecuted people, it was the church who persisted and never retaliated but responded with forgiveness and grace and love. And even when the church, as beautiful as she is, has leaders that become so lured by power and other things that they stray off the path. We have average people like Martin Luther, like John Wesley, like Martin Luther King Jr. and Mother Teresa who put their lives on the line for the resurrected Jesus. It's a lot of proof. Today, we have no more or less troubling times around us, do we? Who here gets disappointed by the government? No need to raise your hand, right? Who's here, who here is tired of mandates and surges and COVID-19? Isn't that nice? We don't have to deal with that this morning. Anyone disappointed in the stock market? About gas prices, inflation, or maybe you know somebody who was already on the edge, a single parent, and now it's gotten harder, maybe even too hard. Our relationships face challenges around us, in the church and outside of the church. Power and riches are just as tempting as ever. It's hard for adults to keep up. Amen? It's hard for children, youth, and students to keep up. Amen? Sophie knows what I'm talking about. Human beings are still killing each other. Church members are still judging each other. We've spent far too much time looking at the past as if that's the source we can look at the past, but only through the lens of resurrection to help us move forward. If we spend too much time looking backward and not understanding the resurrection, we, we start to think that that's where we need to be again. We might spend our time in despair and complaining about what we see today. As Christians, we celebrate that God raised Jesus Christ today. We remember the resurrected Jesus It's present all around us. We remember that love conquered death. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Jesus took on all the sin the world could throw at him, violence, arrest, betrayal, blogging, crucifixion, even death. He never once retaliated. The only thing he said was, forgive them. They don't know what they do. He forgave and he lived out that way of God to the very end until the end became a new beginning, until that end became our beginning. So will you remember hope in the light of resurrection? Will you stop expecting anything other than Jesus to lead you to fullness of life? Church, talking to the church, this means that some of the things we've assigned to Jesus' name may not be, and that's okay. We can do better. Maybe we are the ones who need to reclaim what it is to believe in the resurrection. That we remember our identity through that lens. 
Because if we don't, who else will? How can you expect anyone else to do the things the church has done on our best days? Are we looking for the living among the dead things in our lives? Are we expecting the past to lead us forward? Or will you remember that God raised Jesus Christ? He was raised up, yes. More importantly, he is risen. Jesus restores our hope because Jesus is our hope. God raised him and God raises us. Have you been raised? Jesus has already shown us that in the face of violence and the things this world can throw at us, the powerless, powerless against God's love. Jesus has already re revealed that the most powerful governments and cultures and rulers cannot contain him in a tomb. Jesus has already shown us that no amount of our effort to box Jesus into one particular belief, Jesus breaks free. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can attempt to shut him out of your life. Jesus will never stop working to win your soul because you are a child of God. You are sacred. You are beautiful. Jesus wants nothing more than to give you life in his name and to bring that life to the earth in fullness. You need only say yes and give up whatever else it is you are pursuing. You don't have to have it all figured out. The disciples didn't. You don't have to have all the answers. In fact, we're probably in a better place when we assume we don't have the answers, even when we might be convinced we do. Instead, all we do is put our trust and faith in the risen Lord, let him guide us. This faith is a journey. We remember the resurrected Jesus and then we struggle through life as we learn what life can be. We gotta learn, unlearn a lot of habits. We gotta learn some new truths. The story of resurrection is about the church, this particular group of people, as wonderful and beautiful and sometimes weird as we are. Amen? If you're thinking, I don't know anybody that's weird, you might be the weird one. <laughs> we encounter difficulty, do we not? Is it ever gonna slow us down? Because we don't have our hope in any one particular perspective. We don't place our hope in one particular policy or building or theology or tradition, even if we forget sometimes. Our hope is in the risen Jesus Christ, whom God raised. Amen? And we live into this life. It's a process. It's a journey. What we need to know today, all you need to know is that God raised him. Remember that. Let that guide you. We're going to spend the next several weeks remembering that calling through the book of Acts. So I hope you come back and join us as we continue to understand that not only are we called, do we remember and allow our lives to go a certain way, but we are witnesses like those first disciples. And if you are stuck in a tomb today, and you know what that is, if that's you, know there is hope. Know that you can run out of that tomb. When Jesus calls your name, put your hope in him because Jesus will never let you down. Amen? And we know this because he lives and through him so can you. Amen. We thank you for joining us today. 
and it is our hope that you have experienced the blessing of God through our time together. If you'd like to know more about our church community and its ministries, visit our website at sellersburgumc.com.